Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Recorded live.
Amen, amen, amen. God bless each of you tonight. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and we welcome you to another edition of the True Praise and Worship Celebration Live via TalkShoe. I am your host and the visionary, <clears throat> Prophet B.K. Thompson. We are grateful to God for each of you that have joined us on the line on tonight. We honor every fivefold ministry gift that has joined us on tonight. We are excited, amen, and anticipating an awesome uh, move of God on the line tonight. We are grateful to God for all that he has done, for all that he is doing, and for everything that he is still yet getting ready to do. Whew, I am just in awe, amen, um, of just the move of God uh, these past couple of uh, weeks for the word that has been released. Um, God is just simply amazing um, for the word that we received this past Sunday from Minister Sanina Lowe, amen, all the way from Tupelo, Mississippi. Homegirl came on here and just laid down the law. Good Lord, have mercy. Amen. Awesome word. Amen. Last week, Pastor Prophetess Annie Hines just came in and done what she do, and then even after the recording was over, the Holy Ghost met us here in an awesome way. So I'm just grateful to God for what he's doing um, here in our midst. I don't know who wouldn't serve a God like this, but I'm grateful, amen, that he's allowed us to be a part of the move and for what's taking place in this season. We honor, amen, uh, this phenomenal woman of God that's coming to bring forth the word of God on tonight in the person of Pastor Prophetess Jennifer Casto. Amen, all the way from uh, the Bridge of Faith Fellowship, as well as Jennifer Casto Ministries. Amen, I got to get used to that last name. Lord have mercy. Amen, we honor her husband. Amen, Um, Minister Tim Casto. Amen, we just thank God for each of you on tonight. Amen, we're excited and anticipating what God has in store for the people of God on tonight. Before we move further, into the call um, on tonight, we are going to open with a word of prayer, amen, and I'm going to ask, um, let me see, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Prophet Hines if she'll open us in prayer tonight, amen. Amen, 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 hallelujah, God, we say thank you, you did it again. Father, you watched over us all day long. We said thank you right now, God, that you bring us back to the gathering place, oh, God, from east, west, north, and south, on a line, on one accord to hear a word. God, we come right now lifting you up on this evening, praising, magnifying, glorifying, and exhorting your name on this evening. God, we come right now thanking you for the visionary of this line, Prophet D.K. Thompson and his wife, First Lady, God, Prophet Dispara. We ask right now, God, that you just continue to bless, root, and abide in their uh, life, God, that you keep them bonded and knitted together, that no weapon, hallelujah, nothing, hallelujah, God, should come in between them as they uh on one accord, God. And then we ask right now, God, for every ear on this line, for every household that is represented on this evening, God, that's coming in, hallelujah, God, for the body to uh, be able to rest, but yet in the process of it to hear a word. And, God, we ask right now, God, that as you bring forth prophetess, uh, Castro, Jennifer Castro, this evening, God, that you, oh, yeah, God, that you speak 
Mm, God, through that vessel right now, through that mouthpiece right now, the one that you have called, the one that you have chosen, the one that you have ordained on this evening, then let your word, oh God, hallelujah, God, begin to just rain down, God, from the living waters in her belly, begin to come up. And we hear God, not only hears, but yet do us on your word on tonight. And God, for every uh, laid down heavy heart on this evening, God, we ask right now, God, that you give them the strength for we realize, God, that the race is not given to the swift, but the one that will endure to the end. Father, we say thank you right now, God. Know that we couldn't do anything without you. Oh, God, we say thank you right now for all that you have done. Thank you for your protection, your covenant, and your concealment on each one of us. And, God, as we gather together, oh, God, at a a time like this, as we gather together, God, it is ordered step by you on this evening. God, as we begin to participate, as we begin to support, as we begin to lift up praise and magnify your name, have your way, Holy Ghost, right now. For it's in the precious and master's name of Jesus we pray on this evening. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you. I felt the prayer will begin to turn. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. We bless God on tonight for Pastor Prophetess Hines um, opening us up in prayer. Amen. Uh, Reminded me of the old song, I just feel like something good is about to happen. When the Spirit of the Lord begins to show up, things begin to happen. Amen. God begins to move. Yes. Amen. Yes, and yes, lives uh, begin to change by the power and oh. the authority of the Holy Ghost. See, I don't know yes. about you, but I feel God Ooh, in the atmosphere. Yeah, Hallelujah. Yeah. And the oh, Word yeah. of God lets me know that God is a spirit. They that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. But and another truth. scripture lets me to know that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is Hello. liberty. Yes. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful to God tonight for Thank the you. liberty that we have in him. My God today. Yes. 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 Amen. Yes. Truly we are grateful. Oh. Amen. To God on tonight and we are excited. Amen. Um just for all that he is getting ready to do um on tonight. At this time we're going to open the floor uh briefly if there's anyone on the line with a praise report or a testimony. You you can feel free to share your praise report and or testimony at this time. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory again and again. I just want to thank God for the last two days. You know how you just feel like something is about to happen, but you don't know what it is. And for the last two days, I have been in the presence of the Lord, serenity and, and just tranquility. And I thank God. He didn't have to, but just being able to be in his presence. Today was such a beautiful day. I, I um, uh, got outside, and uh, I, you know how, uh, praise God, it's still a little warm down here in uh, Mississippi. And, you know, um, in, in our situation sometime in life, uh, when you're by yourself, but yet you're not by yourself, I need to, my yard need to be really, uh, I guess you can say trimmed up for the um, for the fall that's coming. But as I said in the spirit, uh, my my granddaddy came to me, and I'm not going to, I said it on Facebook, but I'm not going to say it on this line, where he say, if you want anything done, uh, to do it yourself. And his spirit came to me just as strong as anything, and he say, do it yourself. And I went to Lowe's down on floor, and praise God, and I got that blower, and I began to blow off the driveway, the patio, the, the, the front. I mean, just in the midst of it. And it felt so 
good, just to be Amen. in the presence and know that when you're doing something, that's when the race is not given to the, someone that's trying to get it done right now, right then. it got to be Amen. done, but it's given to the one that will endure to the end. And yes. I thank God for whatever is about uh-huh. to happen. Glory. I'm in position. I am ready to receive whatever it is. I just thank him, you all. I just He's awesome. He's awesome. You you can't wait till Sunday morning and Wednesday night or or whatever time to get in the presence of others to praise him. You need to praise him 24-7, even in your sleep. I'm going to shut it down. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Help yourself. Wow. Hallelujah. (laughs) Awesome. That's what it's about, giving God glory. Yeah. That's why we're here, yeah. amen, to lift him up, my God, yes. today. Yes. Is there anyone else? I just want to thank God tonight, uh, as I have been, uh, for spiritual freedom. You know, a lot of people don't have uh, the opportunity to serve God and be free or even feel free. Um, I thank God for the place that I am in my life uh, on today. And I thank him for his grace and his mercy. I thank him that he had mercy on me. And uh, like the song said, he looked beyond my faults and saw my needs. I just thank God for who he is. I thank him for loving us. I thank him for having a heart for us. I thank God for the people on Talk Show, um, Prophet BK, for uh, his obedience in uh, bringing this about, and I thank God for the people that do attend because every Wednesday and Sunday when I come over, come here, I come expecting something. I expect to hear a word from God, and I have not been disappointed yet. So I thank God for that and give him all the glory and the praise for uh, letting me live and for allowing me to get it right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Is there anyone else? Thank you, God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Lord. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God, I bless you. I mean, somebody came to praise the Lord tonight. Come on, come on, Holy Ghost. Have your way. Mm. Yes, 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 yes. Somebody came to give God glory. Hallelujah. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes, 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 yes. Have your way, Lord. Bless Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Hallelujah. He's worthy of it all. There's a song that says you are worthy of it all. For from you are all things, and to you are all things. Lord, you deserve the glory. Yes, sir. See, yeah, I don't I don't know about you, but I get excited Come on, when I get in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. I get excited, I get excited, I get excited. Oh, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Hallelujah, because God is still in the healing business. He's still in the miracle working business. He's still in the delivering business. Oh, God. He's still in the business of showing himself mighty and showing himself strong. One thing I've come to understand and realize, the word of God said to rejoice with them that do rejoice. Mm, yeah. Glory be to God and 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 see I'll let Prophetess uh Castro tell her own testimony, but tonight I can even rejoice with her because right now she could be playing in a home going service. Oh that by shot. Hallelujah. Thank you. But when you know that God has told the enemy to step back, told oh, to God, step back and behave, you got a right to give God the glory. You got a reason to celebrate. You got a reason. You got a reason. See, I'm not. I'm not gonna take the. I'm not gonna take the stage, and I'm not gonna take the take 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 the spotlight from her. But I celebrate with you tonight, Prophet Castle, because I I know where you yeah. could be right now. I know the seat you could be sitting in right now. But God. So tonight we celebrate with you. Oh, that about Yes, God. Yes, 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 yes. We celebrate with with your husband. We celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. My God, hallelujah. Thank yeah. you. Glory to God. Thank you. Mm. Mm. When you know that you know that you know, hallelujah, and you see the miracle working power of God, Whew, I'm going to leave it alone tonight. Ah, uh, God, but I thank okay. him. Who? Cause tonight's not my night. Good God from Zion, I thank God for God being God. See, see, we can't get excited until we see God do something spectacular. We can't get excited unless uh, God drops a sign from heaven or slaps us upside the head or or uh, kicks us in the behind or, or, or we 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 got to see all these great magnificent wonders but baby I just give him glory because he's God. Okay. He's God. Thank you. Prophet Diane, I give him glory because he's God. Yes, God. Shia. Hallelujah. Come on now. I give him glory just because he's all God. Of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Yeah, God. Hallelujah. I give him glory not for not just for what he's done for me, 
but I know that I can give him glory for what he's done for others because as I celebrate with you, as I celebrate with others, as I give God glory for you, God is just preparing mine in advance. Oh, God. Hallelujah. We're, we're getting ready for the word. We're getting ready to release the woman of God. We're getting ready to prepare our hearts and minds to hear what heaven has to say. But that's simply why the song simply says, Because of who you are, I give you glory. Thank you. Thank you. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Hallelujah. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are, Lord, I worship you because of who you are, for you are Jehovah Jireh, Hallelujah, my provider. Jehovah, Jehovah, Yes, 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 yes. Lord, I worship you just because of who you are. 
I worship you just because of who you are. Who, my God, today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. While the Spirit of the Lord is here. And I couldn't sing it the way I felt it because I, I didn't woke up to so complex. Oh, glory. But I worship him just because of who he is. Tonight, amen, we're excited. Amen. To have our sister, our friend, this phenomenal woman of God. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Back on the line with us. Amen. She is no stranger to us. Amen. She has been around us for quite some time. Uh, for those of you who don't know her, that, that have never heard her minister, um, she is a phenomenal woman of God. She is a singer, songwriter, psalmist, worship leader extraordinaire. She's a pastor. She's an ordained pastor. She's an evangelist. She she's a minister. She's a prophetess. Um she hears clearly and, and precisely from the throne room of heaven. Um, Amen. she is uh the wife of a great man of God, uh, one whom we have grown to know and love, um, one who will keep you in stitches. Lord Jesus, if you get to know him, that man will have you in the floor. Um, and we praise God for her ministry. What you see is what you get. She is real as they come. Um, she don't sugarcoat the word of God. She gives it to you just like it is. Um, red, red, black, and white all over. Um, and we thank God for her on tonight. So without further ado, I pray that you came with an open mind to hear what heaven has to say, Amen. to comprehend, and an open heart to receive what God has for you on tonight. If she wants to sing, she knows she's at liberty. Um, however God uses her to preach, teach, to prophesy, she's at liberty. This is home. Amen. Because we are all family here on tonight. So I'm going to get out the way. I'm going to introduce to some and present to others, amen, God's messenger of the hour, all the way from Nitro, West Virginia, in the person of Pastor Prophetess Jennifer Casto, God's people, God's people, Pastor Prophetess Jennifer Casto. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you, and I thank you so much for asking me one again. Um, and it is home, and it's good, good to be back home. And uh, I give honor to you, Prophet BK, and your wonderful wife, First Lady Tara. I love you all. And I give honor to my husband, my wonderful husband, that's sitting here with me. Um, we'd be here all night if I praised God in front of you the way that I do away from you. So what wonderful blessing my husband is in my life. And my daughter's life, which is our daughter now. So, um, and and I have now have another daughter, Heather. And I just want to honor Heather and Kristen both. And um, tonight, I know that many of you have have, have uh, 
been with me as I've ministered. Um, I know many times I get very in depth with word studies and um, and prophetically pulling out things in the word. Uh, tonight is going to be a little different. Um, God changed the message on me just not even an hour before we got on the call. Um, and we're going to be coming out of First Samuel chapter one. Now, it's it's not certain who actually wrote this book, First Samuel, um, but it was it was written and telling a story in the very beginning. Because see, Samuel was a priest in Israel, and uh, Saul, Israel's first king, is also in here. Uh, and then it introduces us to David, <clears throat> and this book introduces us to the different ruling and reigning in in the kingdom there in Israel. But I want to pinpoint something. All these dramatic stories of adventure and 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 thrills and romance that's in in this book. Above all, what I feel this book reveals is the importance of the purity of the heart. And we're going to talk a little bit about Hannah. See, here here recently, um, I've witnessed breakups. I've witnessed people turning their backs on God, turning their backs on each other. Um, within the church and outside of the church and and people turn their backs on their church and pastors turn their backs on members of the church and I, i've just I've just been seeing just total chaos going on all around me my and, God. And, and if and if and if you're honest about it, you're experiencing it too because see, I know that we're living in the last days. You know, they talked about the last days in the Bible, but I'm talking the last days, the very last days, the very end of days, the very end before Jesus comes after, when when the groom comes after his spotless bride. And I feel that stir in the atmosphere. Being a prophetess of God, I, I sense things in the atmosphere. And I sense a shifting. But I also have this have this total sense not only of the shift, but there's a clarion call going out to the body of Christ right now, and that clarion call is: it's time to wake up, stop falling for what the enemy is putting in front of you as an obstacle to trip over. Stop falling. Open your eyes. If you don't look at where you're walking. If you're not watchful, if you're not watchful and watching who who you're supposed to be following, which is Jesus, if you're not keeping your eyes fixed upon him, and if you're not keeping your eyes closely focused on what the Lord is doing and what Jesus is doing, we're to imitate him. Paul said to imitate him, himself, as he imitated Christ. We don't have to imitate each other. We don't have to follow and imitate each other any longer. We can have a personal relationship with Jesus to the point that we can say, Lord, renew my mind. And we need to do that constantly, not just daily, but almost every hour, every minute of the day. God, renew my mind. Lord, help me to think like you think. 
Help me to see people in how you see them, God. Help me to love people the way you love them. Help me to understand people the way you understand them. And when I can't understand them, Lord, just like in James chapter 1, when you said any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of the Father in heaven, and he, and he shall bestow it upon you liberally. When you apply something liberally, you pour it on. I mean, we're, we're not sparing anything. It's not sparingly. It's liberally. That means give you all that you can handle and then be overflowing. I need that kind of wisdom. I need that wisdom of, of Solomon in my life. We all need that wisdom. We need to have wisdom to know when to speak and when to be silent, when to when to stand up and when to sit down, when, when, when to move and when to stand still, when to go and when to stay, when to do and when not to do. There's so many things that, that, that we can make a mistake that could carry out through the future and, and have, have an effect on our destiny if we don't seek God and begin to listen to God and hear God for what he says is best for us in the purpose that he's placed inside of us and the calling that he's placed upon us and the anointing that he pours out on us, if we are not seeking his face and not seeking him in our full heart with a pure heart, a clean heart, and a right spirit, as David said, we need to begin to say, God, create that pure heart and right spirit on the inside of me. David had to ask for it. He had to ask for it. He had to encourage himself sometimes when there was no one else there to encourage him. He needed to grab himself and, and encourage himself because everyone around you is not always going to be your fan. Everybody around you is not going to always encourage you. Everyone around you is not always going to accept you. And everyone around you is not really going to ever see you for what you really are in Christ. Everybody's not going to see. And if they do see, jealousy can come up. Words of, of horrible, horrible, terrible, hurtful things that can come against you. Word curses can come against you. But see, no weapon formed against you will prosper. And what will happen when you seek God's face and you truly get to a place to where you, no matter what it takes to get an answer from God, no matter what it takes, no matter what it takes for you to get alone with God, and seek him and sit there and listen until you can hear his voice and ask God to incline your ear to where you can hear him. There's so many of us that give up too quickly. There's so many of us that just go through the motions. We just go through the motions. We go to church. We say, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I believe. Yes, God, you know, we pray our prayer over our food. We pray our prayer before we go to bed. But what, what about the rest of the day? You know, there's some people that I have come in contact with that there's people that are pastors that, that they work for them and they say, what? You mean they're a pastor? Well, I wouldn't want to go to their church because of the way they act out in the world. See, if we don't bring the church out into the world, who in the world would ever dream that anyone out in the world would want to have anything to do with anybody in the church and when we get to a place to where they don't want anything we have, we have failed not only as a Christian, but we have failed God in carrying his glory to the rest of the world, carrying his message, carrying the good news, carrying and showing our faith, showing what we believe, not just talking about it, not just giving things lip service, not giving the Lord lip service, not just talking about God, but being God. And I don't mean that in, a, in an essence of saying that I'm God and he's not. No, he is God and I'm not. 
but he is living on the inside of me, and there's there's times that we're only the person that in their life that was going to come across their path that they will be able to get a glimpse, just, just a small glimpse, a small ray of sunlight from Jesus through our life and how we live our life and what we do in our life. There's so many that are so quick to judge people. But what we need to do, we need to stop stop beating the sheep, but embrace them, help them, draw them in. And whenever I, I was praying this evening for my spiritual son, who I'm very proud of, he left his wife not, not very long ago, a couple months ago. And there comes a time when, as a spiritual mother, your words, and even God speaking through you, you know if it's penetrating their spirit and their mind. And it wasn't time for me to talk. It wasn't time for him to listen. But there came a time through my prayers, I went on the porch this evening, and I was listening to some worship music, and I began to pray. And I said, God, I don't even know what to pray, but I'm going to pray. And, Lord God, no matter what I hear from you, Father, no matter what answer I get, no matter how you lead me, no matter what it is, these trials and tribulations that we're going through, there's so many things from every turn. And I know, I know I'm not just speaking of myself. I know each one on this line, if you love the Lord and are doing your, your level best, your dead level best, to serve him, you're going through some trouble. You're going through some trials. And you know what? I, I guess I would really worry if I didn't go through some trials and tribulations because then I would realize that I'm not shaking the gates of the enemy, that I'm not doing enough. Because, see, that's when the enemy comes. But, see, he has come. But God is greater than any trial and tribulation we may have. The enemy comes seeking after us, like unto a lion, seeking whom he may devour. And he comes to still kill and destroy. But God is our strong tower. And whoever runs into him is safe. That's yes. the scripture that I, I just hold on to. Because I know, like in Psalm 121, I lift my eyes into the hills. Where does my help come from? Does my help come from the hills? Does it come from the mountains? No. It comes from the maker, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And the creator of the mountains. So not I'm looking to the creator, not the creation. There's so many of us that begins to get so just bogged down with everything that's going on. Every every trial, every tribulation. But see, that lets you know that you're on the right path. That lets you know that you're going in the right direction. That lets you know that you're following after the right but don't let the enemy distract you. These things come as nothing but a distraction, and it's just like a light switch. If the enemy turns on a light switch and, and, and trial and tribulation comes on you and, and he knows that you're going to react a certain way because you did before, he's going to keep flipping that switch mm-hmm. because he knows it works. He knows it works. But see, what we need to do is totally, completely surrender our, our mind, our will, and our emotions to the Lord and, and ask him to renew our mind. Because, see, in these last days, the enemies want to take out as many of us as he can. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've never been one to believe once in grace, always in grace. Now, I believe that 
the Holy Spirit is with you, but we can leave him. We can leave from under his covering. We can leave out from under his protection, just as the prodigal son did. And see, there there came a time, there was this woman. She was barren. She could not have children. Her name was Hannah. And there was a time when she was desperate. Have you ever known yourself to be desperate? Have you ever known yourself to... No matter what it took, you had a need so great, whether it be a physical need, whether it be an emotional need, whether it be a spiritual need, but you were desperate. Mm -hmm. Didn't matter what it took, all hours of the night, on your knees in prayer, no matter what it would take to receive your breakthrough, to receive your miracle, to receive your answer. It didn't matter what it took because you're so desperate. I believe that there's some of us that we need to get desperate again. We need to get desperate for our country again. We need to get desperate for our church and our leadership in our church again. We need to get desperate for for not I'm not saying for not to not to pray for salvation for people, but I mean I'm talking deliverance. I mean you know, people can get saved all day long. They can go through the motions and they can speak the words and ask Jesus. But where's the change coming? I want to see some change. I want to see some difference. I want to see a, some change from the past that's going to change the future. I want to see some change. Desperation. I want to see some desperation out of the saints. I want to see us getting getting serious, getting serious about what we're asking from God, getting serious from what we're seeking after God for getting serious and desperate for the Word of God, thirsting and hungering after righteousness, truly loving God with our whole heart, truly seeking after God, truly seeking His answer, truly seeking His wisdom, and and living a life that we give people mercy and we give them grace and not judging them, but, but wanting to see a change in them and not only praying for them, but see, you know, many of us, many of us, We'll pray, but then we pray upon them, P-R-E-Y. Not only do we P-R-A-Y for them, but then once they get in the kingdom and they get into the church and then they make a small mistake, then we pray upon them. Come on now. We pray upon them and we begin to find fault with them. And then we begin we begin to judge them. And then we just begin to throw word curses on them. Then we begin to mock them. Then we begin to make fun of them. Then we may, may even begin to talk bad about them. Then we may even begin to make up things about it. Maybe we may even begin to listen to gossip, and then, which is the same as equivalent as murder. We begin to not only listen to gossip, but then we join in the gossip, and then we repeat what we have heard from that person to the next person, and we're committing murder and we're killing the sheep that we once went out to save. See, Jesus, in the book of Luke, he went in, I believe it's chapter 14, he went in. He talked about he's the good shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He's a good shepherd, and he says that he will leave the 99 to find the one, to go save the one, to go capture the one, to go after the one. And see, what we do is we we are not willing. See, we see that one out there, and instead of going after them, we talk about them, and we talk Mm, about why they're out there. Mm, We mm, talk mm. about why they're not in our inner fold anymore. We talk about 
what they did. We tell everybody all the gory details of what they've said, what they've done, and, 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 and talk about their shame. And we put shame upon them. And we put this scarlet letter upon them. We put this, we put this marking on them. We brand them with their sin instead of pouring love and mercy and grace of God that love covers a multitude of sins. Amen. We're not desperate to see their lives change. We just want to say, hey, well, you know what? We can mark another one down on the books. They're safe. Mm -hmm. And then then we stop there. Where did the discipling go? Where did the desperation of seeing someone's life change? Where did the desperation go of seeing someone, their, their total being, do a 360, totally turn around for the glory of God and be used of God? And teach them and rear them up and show them the which way they are to go. Because I don't believe that whenever the Bible talks about the way you raise up a child, when you raise them up in the way to go, they won't soon depart from it. They're also children in the Lord. We need to raise them up. We need to raise them up. We need to start crying out that God begin to use us to raise them up. Stop looking to this one and that one to do it. Stop depending upon this person or that person to do it. What have you done lately? What have my you done God, in desperation? What have you cried out for in, from God? What, when have you been on your knees for somebody else other than yourself for an hour? When have you gotten down in the trenches with someone that, ha, that has been kicked down in there, into the in the trenches, just just like Joseph and his brothers? how Joseph's brothers threw him in the pit to die, to leave him for dead. How many times have we done that to our brothers and our sisters? I'm so tired of seeing people in the church leave churches wounded, pastors having blood on their hands because they should have, could have, and would have, but they didn't. Amen, 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 amen. When are we going to get desperate again? When are we going to be desperate and have a pure heart and pray without ceasing and having a fervent, righteous, righteously have a fervent, effectual prayer. Because the Bible says a fervent and an effectual prayer of a righteous man, a righteous human, a righteous believer, it avails much. It is worth more than, than, than silver or gold. Because you can't get much more pure than that. People can say that something's pure silver. People can describe something as being pure gold. But a pure heart of a believer, a desperate, hungry heart, a loving, merciful, graceful heart, there can be no price tag that can ever be attached, that could ever measure what it's worth. Hannah, Hannah had that kind of heart. In First Kings chapter one, she began. I'm just going to. I'm not even going to read except for one verse. But I just want to give you a breakdown because, see, she was a barren woman. She couldn't have children, but she was desperate to mother a child. Uh-huh. She was desperate. She yearned for her own child. She yearned to rock her own baby in her arms. She desired so much 
to have a little life to pour her life and pour the love of God into, to raise them up in the way they should go and knowing they would not soon depart from it. She had a pure heart. Desperation with a pure heart is a wonderful combination when someone knows how to pray. Oh, come on. on. She knew how to pray. See, God answers her prayer with a miracle. Gives her a son. Gives her a son, and his name's Samuel. And in, Mm -hmm. in turn, he gave her son back to God. And he served God with a faithful, true, pure, desperate heart. He had the opportunity to anoint Saul to be king. And then God clearly chose Saul to rule. Even though his heart was evil and he was jealous and angry. But even through the wickedness of Saul, God raised up David through his seed. David, a man that was after God's own heart. See, when when you have when you have series of, of events, you have Hannah who prayed, who was desperate for a child. God gave Samuel, and then Samuel became a prophet and a priest in Israel. And then he even had the opportunity and and the the calling of God to anoint Saul to be king, who brought forth David. All in that same bloodline. You never know through the desperation and the purity of heart and your actions and your reactions and, and, and how you think and how you speak what great weight that it has on developing the future. God doesn't always move on what we need. But he moves on our faith. He moves on our desperation with a pure heart. And God gave me this this word for this message. And I want to share it with you, and I want you to remember it. I want you to I want you to write it down if you can. If Satan can shut you up, he will shut you down. But don't ever shut down. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't let up. Don't give out. And never, ever shut up. Because, see... When you stop praying, power dissipates. But whenever you pray and you have a pure heart and a right spirit, a desperate heart that hungers after God, hungers after what God's will is, seeks his will, there is a power that comes forth. There's an anointing that comes forth that will buffer and calm the greatest storm in your life. 
Not only will it calm the storms in your life, but God will also allow you to be used to help calm someone else's storm. Instead of pointing fingers, instead of talking about them, instead of kicking them while they're down, instead of kicking them, kicking dirt on their face while they're down in the ditch, you're able to pray. Sometimes we don't we don't know what to say to people. Sometimes we don't know how to counsel them. And if we don't know how to counsel somebody, we don't need to be counseling. But we can always give them a kind word. We can always encourage them. We can love them. And you would you would be surprised at just loving them and praying for them. And that's the greatest thing that you can do for them. It's better than any word that you could say unless it's unctioned by the Holy Ghost. The most powerful help you can be to someone is to truly pray for them. And I don't mean to just tell somebody, yes, I prayed for you, or yes, I... If somebody asks you to pray, pray with them right then. That way, number one, yep. you're able to touch and agree mm-hmm. right then together. Yep. So the Bible says any two shall touch and agree on any one thing and ask of the Father in heaven in the Son's name, in Jesus' name, it shall be done. It shall be given. Why waste that opportunity? I don't care if you're on the phone. I don't care if somebody's messaged you on an inbox and Facebook. I don't care if somebody sent you a text or stopped by where you work, stopped by the church. Pray with them. Meet meet them right there at their need. And I promise you Jesus is meeting them with you because he's on the inside of you. You are his vessel. So many times we just give up. We give up. And it's just easier just to say, I'll be praying for you. You'll be in my prayers. Will you really? Will they really be in your prayers? Are you even going to remember it? As the day goes on and you lay down and you can't even stay awake long enough to even pray before you go to bed, you'd rather watch television. See, that's what's wrong with us today. We're not in the Word. We're not studying the Word. We're not making the Word real in our life because the the Word is alive, but it's only is alive in our life. I mean, it's going to be alive no matter what we choose to do. But it's only going to be alive and more at work and operation in our life the more that we are in the Word and letting that Word feed us because you are what you eat. And whenever we allow the Word of God to be the bread of life into our being and feed our spirit man, everything else is going to come in line. Whenever we get to a place that we need to be with the Holy Spirit more than we need to be with anyone else on this earth, that we are desperate to be with the Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Ghost to move in our life and to lead us and guide us in every thought, in every word that we say, in every deed that we do, in every way that we act and react, because an action calls for a reaction. And our reaction to things is so much more important than the the initial action that someone has made or the initial problem or the initial issue, whatever it is that, that is the basis of the problem, how we react to it is, is what is important. When Hannah was seeking God, she was so upset, she was so distraught that she didn't have her own child. So what does she do? She goes to the temple. She goes there. She bows down. She lays there before the temple, and she prayed. And 
It's amazing to me because Eli the priest was sitting on his feet. I'm going to go to chapter 1 in First Samuel, verse 9. So Hannah rose after they had eaten and drunk in Shiloh, and Eli the priest was sitting on his seat beside a post of the temple of the Lord. I'm reading out of the Amplified Version, if anyone's wondering. Amplified Version. And Hannah was in distress of soul. She was upset. She was tore up from the floor up. She didn't know even even what else to do. She had such a desire. She began praying to the Lord and weeping bitterly. See, how many times have you prayed before the Lord and weeped bitterly for someone else? Weep bitterly because you hate seeing them going through what they're going through. Hate seeing that, that they've turned their back on God, that they've backslidden. Hate it that they, you see that this sickness has come upon them. You're bitter toward the, toward the sin or you're bitter toward the illness. Not God, but weeping bitterly because you want an answer. You're desperate for an answer. He was there. And she vowed, in verse 11, she vowed, saying, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and earnestly remember and not forget your handmaid, but will give me a son, I will give him to the Lord all his life, and no razor shall touch his head. As she continued praying before the Lord, Eli noticed her mouth. Hannah was speaking in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. So Eli thought she was drunk. Eli said to her, he said, how long will you be intoxicated? Put, put wine away from you. But Hannah answered, no, my Lord. I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but I was pouring out my soul before the Lord. Regard not your handmaid as a wicked woman, for out, for out of my great complaint and bitter provocation I have been speaking. Well, then Eli said, go in peace. He blessed her. He said, go in peace and may the God of Israel grant your petition, which you have asked of him. Hannah said, let your handmaid find grace in your sight. So she went her way and ate, and her countenance no longer was sad. You know, it's amazing how whenever we get to a place that we see someone for the God that's on the inside of them, and we see someone in the middle of their turmoil and their trial and their tribulation, in the middle of their pain and their bitterness, in the middle of their desperation, that we can see them and bless them. Even if it's just to say a kind word. And to invite them to dinner. How many people's lives would change just when they could feel like they're loved? Just whenever they could feel the love of God radiating and permeating from the inside of us. In our actions and reactions through how we talk and how we interact with them. There's so many times that that I've seen people, on the other hand, I've, I've talked about all the negative. Now I want to say the positive. People that that are loving and 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 really truly edify the body of Christ and and encourage one another and and lift each other up in prayer. They're there when they're down and they're there when they're up. 
They're there to rejoice with them and celebrate with them when things are going good. And they're there to pray with them and, and to tarry with them when things are not going the way they need to go or the way they should. I want to I jump down to the verse 20. Hannah became pregnant, and in due time she bore a son and named him Samuel, which means heard of God, because she said, I have asked him of the Lord. She asked him. She asked of the Lord. She not only spoke forth asking, but she believed she would receive. I think that there's many times that we get so caught up in life that we don't we don't realize the power. You know, we, we talk about the power of God, and we talk about how we have power of pulling down strongholds, and we have, talk about how we have power to cast out demons. We have power to lay hands on the sick, and we can see them recover. We, we, we have this power to get behind the sacred desk of the pulpit and, and speak forth the word of God. We have all this power. This power, 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 power. But it's it's funny because we're not seeing a whole lot of the evidence of the power. And and when the Holy Spirit came upon Hannah and granted her her request, it became evident to her what her faith truly meant in her life. There's so many times that we can we can be praying and we're just we're just I don't know. I I I, I walk around all the time and, 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 and when I'm in church and when I when I'm in different churches and, and, and when I'm just out with, with folks in a prayer meeting and, and I'm not judging anyone but, but I, I am examining the fruit because the Bible says that we are to be fruit examiners, so to speak. I wonder sometimes, you know, there's there's no expression. There's no passion. There's no desperation. Sometimes it doesn't even seem that there's any faith being spoken out. Is this prayer being spoken through faith? Or are they are they wanting a vain, repetitious prayer that means nothing, just as the Pharisees and Sadducees did back in the days when Jesus walked on the earth? Are we really feeling what we're praying? Are we really becoming visionaries and seeing the answer before we have the answer? See, to break it all down for you, this is this is where this is where I'm going with this. I know the Bible says you have not because you've asked not. But I truly believe that the way that we ask is important. The position of our heart, it doesn't matter if, we, if we're standing up when we pray. It doesn't matter if we're kneeling. You know, as long as our heart is kneeling, as our heart is bowed before the Lord, our heart is humble, our heart is pure, and, and, and as long as there's desperation, of seeing a result of our prayer. And are we praising him 
just just like facing the giants, this movie, this man and woman went through so much, and they they wanted a child, and they couldn't have children, and and and, and he needed a car, and and his car was just broke. I mean, it, it was bad. It, it it barely got him from one block to the next, and and his job was was failing and suffering. But but he found himself determined to say, God, you know what? Before you, I even hear from heaven, before I even see the result of my prayer, before I even get an answer from you, God, before you even meet my need, God, Lord God, through faith, I'm going to tell you, God, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you in spite of my current situation. I'm going to praise you in spite of how I might feel. I'm going to praise you even though right now I feel like giving up. I feel like giving in. I feel like giving out. I, I feel I feel like letting the enemy shut me up. I feel like letting the enemy shut me down. But you know what, God? I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to let the enemy win because, God, I know it's in the cross and through the cross and by the cross, I have victory with you, Jesus. So, so, so I'm not going to do that. I, I'm going to, I'm going to press in, God. And what I'm going to do is, God, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to praise you no matter what. Nevertheless, no matter what happens, I'm going to praise you. No matter if you give me a child, I'm going to praise you. That woman in that movie, Facing the Giants, she finally had to get a revelation like her husband. See, her husband had the revelation, and he began to lead her by an example in showing her what it was to praise God through the storm, to praise God no matter what the situation may look like, to praise God no matter what the outcome may look like it's going to be. I'm going to praise God, and even if I don't get an answer, Lord God, if I don't get the answer that I desire, Lord God, I just want to be in your will, and no matter what happens, God, nevertheless, I'm going to praise you. There's so many of us that we let our life and the, and the circumstances and things that go on, we let our life cancel our praise, shut down our worship. It shuts down our prayer. And see, if the enemy can shut you up, he's got you. He's got you. And he has got his arms and hooks wrapped around you and, you. and then he begins to just encircle you like a serpent and coil around you and around you until he's all the way up to your mouth. And he, he stifles your speech. He stifles your prayer. And if your prayer stops, there's no hope. There's no more hope. There's no more hope. No more hope. God will move on your faith. But when you praise him, when you praise him, I said when you praise him, no matter what he's done for you in the past, no matter what it is you're needing him to do right now, no matter what uh-huh. it is that you're looking for in the future, between now and then, it doesn't matter. That's right. If we could just get to a place that we just praise him for who he is, for for not just for who he is, but because he is, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I know, I know my Savior lives. I know my Redeemer lives. And it's through and by him that I'm redeemed. And that gives gives us something to praise him about, to know that he has rescued. 
rescued us from the miry clay, pulling us out of the pit, giving us a firm place to stand. Hannah knew, just as the woman, just as the woman in the movie facing the giant, when she finally learned, no matter what, Lord, she stood out there after going into the doctor and having another blood test, find out she's not pregnant, but to soon find out that they had the test results mixed up. She stood there in her automobile. Before she even got in the car and she said, God, it doesn't matter. Whether I have a child or not, I'm still going to praise you. Your breakthroughs will come through your praise. Your breakthroughs will come through your mouth. Your breakthrough is going to come out of what you speak into your own life. Your breakthrough is going to come like in verse 20 when Hannah became pregnant. In due time she bore a son and named him Samuel, which means heard of God, because she said, I have asked him of the Lord. She, I feel that that was important that that was written there to give us hope, to give us hope that what we ask we will receive. Matthew 7, 7 says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock, and you sh- it shall be open unto you. Uh-huh. And then the next verse, in verse 8, <laughs> it says, those who ask, receive. Those who seek, find. And those who knock, the door is open. The door has been opened through your faith, through your praise. It's the instrument of praise that brings you to a place of understanding desperation, of understanding what it is to have passion for who God is and passion for what he's done for you. Not not necessarily, you know, we get to a place that all we care about is what we need God to do right now. God, I need you now. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. Well, well, you know, God, well, and then you get to a point where people say, well, you know, I don't know about, how, you know, that miracle of yours, or I don't know, you know, you're so sick and I'm so sorry and I just don't see that you could recover from this. And I, you know, I, but I'm going to be praying for you, sweetheart. See, we've got to get to a place to where we know that we know that we know in our knower that God is able and he is our healer. He is our deliverer. He is our provider. He is our peace. He is our peace. And to have that peace of mind and restoration of the mind and having, having our mind renewed Every moment of the day, believing and knowing who God is and, and proclaiming who he is in our life and, and being not ashamed to be on our faces and praying the Holy Ghost when we don't know what to pray, when we don't know how to even say anything, the Holy Spirit making intercession for us with groanings that can't be uttered. We don't know how to pray sometimes. Sometimes, just like me tonight out on the back porch, I didn't know how to pray. I've prayed and I've prayed and I've prayed and I said, God, I don't know how to pray anymore. But God, through and by your Holy Ghost, intercede. Intercede for what I know that you will speak forth your will into existence. That you're gonna you're gonna speak forth and the Holy Spirit's gonna pray when I don't know how to pray. And I begin to pray. I begin to pray in the Holy Ghost and I begin to feel God all over me, and and then things shifted, and then that's when my spiritual son came out on the porch and told me he's going back to his wife, that he knew 
God was dealing with him, and then he, it was time for him to go home. Thank you, Jesus. Because, see, God does hate divorce. Now, there's many times that it's necessary. But when it's God's will that you be with the mate that he handpicked for you, he's the one that's going to do the relationship mandate. When it's time that you have a need, there's a need that that has totally wrecked your world that you can't see anything else but what you're in need of. But we begin to shut down. We begin to shut up. We, be, we begin to let the enemy have his way. We begin to just give up. We begin to give out. We begin to get lazy. You know, where are where, where our prayer warriors? See, that's why the, the churches right now have so many people leaving the church and so many because we're not praying to keep them in there. We're not continuing to cover them. Once they're saved, we've got to continue to cover them. We need to begin to disciple them. We need to begin to help them and encourage them. And and there's so many times that we're not even leading by example for people to see and understand through and by our own actions and reactions and our words and, and, and our walk with God. There's times that just like that one man that's a boss, that's a pastor, that none of his employees would ever even go to his church. Now, that may be true that maybe he's a little different at work because of taking care of business. But there's a way to do that in a Christian manner. Wouldn't you rather have a full staff of employees coming to your church one after another and after another and after another and giving their life to the Lord than having a group of people working and having absolutely no respect for you as a boss, much less a pastor, because you feel that you need to do this and that to make a point, that you need to do this and that that's out of line. with the word of God. Just to be boss. I would want my employees come to me for prayer during work. I would I would love to have prayer with them in the morning before we start our day. <clears throat> that that that's something that we need to make sure and check ourselves. And how people are seeing us, yeah, I know, people are going to see us the way they want to see us. But we don't want to help them by giving them other negative things that they can say that are true. Mm-hmm. Hannah, Hannah prayed. Hannah was desperate. Hannah was desperate in her relationship with God. She knew God. And she knew what she asked, she would receive. And she didn't give up. She didn't give up until God heard her prayer and granted her prayer, granted what her request was. And and so many of us are giving in too easy. We're giving out too easy. There, there's so many of us that it doesn't matter anymore. You know, we just go through the motions. We just go to church and, and, and we do this. 
every Sunday, every Wednesday, it's become more of a ritual than it is a relationship. God will answer mm-hmm. the cry of a pure heart and a desperate heart, just like Hannah. God looks at our hearts, and, 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 and our actions are very important, and our reactions are very important. But he looks beyond them. Let's see what our motives are. Let's see what our intention is. Because he knows the very intent of our heart. And out of our heart, we're supposed to guard our heart because out of our heart flows all the issues of life, the Bible says. And our heart needs to be pure. You know, I, I feel like, you know, we need to ask ourselves, what, what, what's my motive in my relationship with the Lord? Is it truly because I love him, because he's the son of God? And I love the Lord because he, he's the creator of the heavens and the earth? I'm in love with Jesus just because he's who he is, not for what he can do for me, not because I've got to have my hand out, gimme, 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 but yielding ourselves unto God and making ourselves available as a vessel for God to use for his glory, not ours, and to stop taking the glory of God. It's not ours to take. It should be honor enough that God would use you as a vessel for his glory, for his work. If if Satan can shut you up, he'll shut you down. But we can't shut up. If I would have shut up and stopped praying for my spiritual son, there's a power in a praying mama. I would have shut up or gave up because of the way the situation looked. He wouldn't be back home with his wife and three children tonight. If I hadn't allowed and and yielded myself and my husband allowed God to use him to speak into his life, where would they be? Where would a lot of people be that's in your life? Where would they be without knowing you, knowing the God that's inside of you? Are we sharing the love of God enough? Are we sharing life with people enough? Are are we sharing Jesus? Or are we getting stingy with our walk with God? Are we getting stingy with the Holy Ghost? Are we truly sharing Him and, and praying and seeking God for people, praying with people, taking time for people, encouraging people? Because, see, the enemy will try to get you busy. He'll get you busy. Or you don't have time to do this. And you're aggravated and you're frustrated. That's some of the enemy's greatest weapons against the body of Christ today. It's stealing our time, stealing our joy, stealing our prayer, stealing our voice. We've got to begin to speak up. The power of life and death is in our tongue. We've got to begin to speak life to situations. And, and if things need to have death spoken to them, we need to speak death to, the, to, vo- to a divorce. We need to speak death to cancer. We need to speak death to leukemia. And speak life to the person. 
doing into their lives? Are we too busy to pray? Are we too busy to seek God's face for someone else? Or are we just too busy or too lazy? And we're just so comfortable in our seat of do nothing to where we're, we're so comfortable in our comfort zone. And we become so complacent in our walk with God that it's just like easy street. We're just gliding along till Jesus comes back. Oh, I'm just a sinner saved by grace, but I'm saved, and I've got the grace of God covering me, and I'm sealed by the Holy Ghost, but the, the Word says we're sealed. Oh, yeah. The Word of God says we're sealed, but it's not a get-out-of-everything-else easy card. It's not a get-out-of-jail easy card. What What have you done for God lately? Not for your glory. Not for a pat on your back. Not for any accolades that could come your way. Not not for any praises in your name. What have you done for, for God lately? Who and by the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Selfishly. We always want to take the glory. I refuse to shut up. And I want some people to join with me tonight to refuse to shut up, to refuse to give in and shut down when the enemy's trying to shut me down and shut me up. I refuse to sit down. I refuse to back down. I refuse to stand back and watch my family go to hell in a handbasket. I refuse to go to, to go in a corner somewhere and watch the enemy snatch people out of my church in the name of Jesus, I refuse. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand still, and I'm going to see the glory of the Lord as he's going to show us and give us revelation in how to pray for these folks and how to encourage them. And God give us revelation how to speak into their lives. And even if it means just to, just to say, here, here's $20, go buy you some gas. I know you, 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 know, you work hard, and, and I just want to bless you. You would believe what a blessing that is, how much that means to people whenever you think of them and you want to encourage and sow into their lives. Sow love, sow a smile. You may not have $20 to give, sow a smile. But the greatest thing you can sow into someone else's life is the Word of God and a prayer. Hannah, when she prayed, she was desperate. Her heart was pure, and she didn't give up. She's a perfect example for all men and women of all of all walks of life. Hannah's a perfect example of someone that didn't give up. And she named the gift from God after what she knew. And she knew he came from God because Samuel heard, being heard from God, Samuel was born. She asked of the Lord. She was desperate. God will expose an evil, rebellious heart, just like he did Saul's. But let's focus 
when the pure, desperate, right, pure, clean <coughs> after God. Just don't give in. Don't give out. I'm begging you. Don't give up. We This thing called the depression should never be. These things called anxiety attacks should never be. These things called gossip should never happen. And, and, and quitting on people. Losing, losing our faith, losing our joy, losing our peace. Jesus paid too precious of a price for us to have joy and peace and love and mercy and grace in our life and power, power in his name, power through and by the Holy Ghost. Uh-huh. For us to lay down, give up. I, I'm here to encourage you, don't give up. There's There's several on this line tonight that are about to give up. You don't know which way to turn. There's been something coming from every direction. You don't know which way to go. You go to church, you pray, but you feel like that your your prayers are not even touching the ceiling, much less going to heaven. You you, you don't feel like you're being heard from God. You you don't even know how to pray. You don't you don't even know even how to read the Bible anymore. You can't even read the Bible without falling asleep. You can't even read the Bible with, with, without getting bored. And we wonder why we can't touch heaven. We wonder why. This may feel harsh. I, I, I'm, I'm not softening the blow, per se, on purpose. But this is different. This is a different type of message for me. That's all right. But I don't want to be in your face too much either because I know, just like a rebellious child, people will rebel, they'll turn you off. So I'm just talking to you. Not preaching at you. Just talking. I'm just sharing. We'll just call it that. I'm just sharing with you. Just sharing life in this moment with you. Mm-hmm. Letting you know how important it is that you... You you don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Amen. Praying is a a two-way communication. Communicate with God. Sit and listen to God. Seek to hear God's voice. Ask God to incline your ear that you may hear him. Don't give up. That's what the enemy wants. That's what the enemy has set this whole thing up to be. He sets you up. You have been set up. You have been framed for such a time as this. For the enemy to stop you. But what he doesn't know and realize is that the that the almighty God, the most high God, has set you up for such a time as this to be victorious. But it's your choice. It all comes down to a choice. What do you choose? Do, do, do you choose to shut up and shut down? Or do you choose to speak and be heard and stand firm in this evil day? 
Father God, Lord, I just thank you, God. I thank you for your word, Lord. I, I just thank you, God, that that you're, you're you're preparing hearts right now in Jesus' name for the Holy Ghost to begin to minister to them, Father. And that you've been showing them errors in their ways that they could they could revamp how they talk and how they think and, and, and how they react to things and, and, and things in their prayer life that they need to change and, and, and ways that they need to they need to draw in on their faith and draw into the word and draw into your spirit, God. Speak to them, Father. Show them. Lord God, I just I just pray change begins to happen, God. That revelation begins to happen. Lord God, that families be shaken. Shaken for the glory of God. Shaken for the kingdom of God. That they will be able to rise up and shake and rattle the gates of hell. Triumphant and victorious. In their lives and in sowing in others' lives. I thank you for that now, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Prophet Amen. BK. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. What a word, what a word, what a word. Wow. We thank God on tonight for the word. Amen. Truly. God is amazing, and um, we give God our praise, our glory, and our honor. Prophetess Jennifer, you said so much. I don't know where to begin, (laughs) and I don't know where to end, (laughs) but I praise God for the word on tonight because you have truly blessed us on tonight, wow. Um, I thank God for you at all times. I thank God for um, the God in you truly. God is simply amazing, and we give God all glory, all honor. Yes, amen. And all praise. Amen. Um, for who he is, uh, in our lives and over our lives. Whew. That's one of them words that uh, you take and mull over and you reflect on and you pray about and you, you just seek God. Uh, one of the old mothers of the church used to sing, Search me, Lord, turn the light from heaven on my soul. If you find anything that shouldn't be, take it out and Straighten me for I want to be right I want to be saved and I want to be whole That's that's one of them Check up from, from the neck up Words On tonight powerful precise And profound And we give God glory we give God honor yes. And we give God praise um, For you and the God in you And for You allowing God to speak Through you as always just the whole time you were ministering, I said, God, um, just a portion of the testimony that you shared with me 
yesterday, last night, yesterday evening. I listened to you minister tonight, and I said, God, you know it takes a strong woman, a a a a prayer warrior, a um, mighty woman of God to bring such a phenomenal word that you brought tonight after all that you've dealt with the past two weeks. And I'm I'm just in awe of the goodness of God. Yes, God is um, good. And for his goodness unto you. God is amazing. And as I said earlier, I just celebrate the goodness of God concerning you, concerning um, Minister Tim. God is amazing. Yes. And I bless God on tonight. Um, let me see something here. Um is Mother Carter still on? No, she dropped off. Pastor Prophetess Hines is still here. Um, yes, sir. Hallelujah. Um, before we go any further and open the floor for remarks, um, we need to have prayer for Prophetess Jennifer's husband, Yes. Um, this man is literally a walking miracle. Testimony. Mm-hmm. Literally yeah, a walking miracle. Um, yes. I, I don't know if Prophetess wants to share or uh, not what um, everything that transpired, but when I tell you this man of God is a walking miracle, and I just sat in awe of the goodness of God. Because just to hear everything he went through, you know for a surety, you know for a surety there's a God in Israel, and his hand is on this man. Amen. Yes, Lord. There's no ands, no ifs, no buts, no doubt in my mind. Because as I forestated before she began to minister, today she could be setting, preparing for a home going or had just went through one. But God, and even in the midst of all he's been through, um, we need to pray. Prophetess, I don't know if you want to share with the people what happened or if you just want her to pray. Um, Yes, I can can share. Um, I'm just excited that he's still here. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, amen. Yes, he was, uh, uh, my husband Tim was, uh, and it's funny to say Tim, I never call him Tim, I call him baby, honey, sweetheart. You know how you do. Uh Yeah, whatever. So anyway, um, um, Tim was, he had just dropped Kristen off at school, and um, he was sitting at a light and was getting ready to start accelerating because the light turned green. Well, this lady, I guess, because there was nobody behind him, you know, whenever he was there, this lady came flying, not even paying attention, and hit him from the rear. Everything flew all over the place in the car, even knocked his hands off the wheel. And um, he suffered a, uh, what they call a Dale Earnhardt concussion. Well, as you know, Dale Earnhardt did not survive. 
um, because the impact was greater than what Tim's impact was from from the accident. Um, but it could have been not good. I mean, it could have been a whole lot worse than what it was. I know God had his hand on him. Oh, yes. And he um, had whiplash. It's like a whiplash-type concussion and from the impact. And um, he's had vision issues. Uh, he's very unsteady. He's uh, He's been uh, very dizzy. Uh, he can't ride in a car with his eyes open. Still mm-hmm. can't. In um, in terrible pain in his neck, uh, and he also has issues from the hip and and down his left leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can't think straight. He can't. Um, there's times that he doesn't know where he is. Uh, things with he's his so, memory. He's so, he's so, he's so. Um, he can't work. He can't drive. Um, doctor will not release him because he's definitely not ready to be released. And well, his employer is giving him a really hard time. Um, and we're enduring some things in that area. Um, I'm the only one working, so be praying for financial blessing and breakthrough for us because I'm the only one working and I'm working two jobs. Uh, very hard, very hard. A lot of, lot of hours, and 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 Tim's uh, really having a hard time with me having to do that. And because um, he's he's a he's a good man. Um, he's a man of integrity, <laughs> and uh, it's hard. It's it's hard on him, and it's hard on me to see him go through this. Um, but he's kept his faith and even even sometimes you know um, he just being here alone while I'm at work and Kristen's at school it's, it's just getting really hard on him he's used to being around people all the time you know he deals with the public because uh, he's, a, he's a salesman at Moses Ford and um, yeah yeah, he's a good pitch. Yeah, I thought I'd throw that commercial in there, honey. So anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. He jokes all the time. You all just don't know. He was he's, he's, yes, he he's is. Hard. He's a joker. Yeah, he, he's something else. But anyway, um, you know, they're giving him a rough time about it, and you know, his doctor's concerned, and you know, uh, there's just a lot of concussion, postpartum concussion syndrome conditions that he has, and. Um, you know, he's going through treatment and he's in a lot of pain constantly, sometimes worse than others. Um, his thought process sometimes is worse than others. Um, we went to church Sunday for the first time after the accident and um, he couldn't hardly sit there. Um, and he was just not, and, but today has been a very bad day for him. And um, so, you know that's that's pretty much the gist of it. Are you done with me? Yes, I'm done. <laughs> but that's that's pretty much the gist of it. But he does. He needs our prayers, and I know that God, you know, performs miracles of instantaneous healing. And, you know, we're already healed. We just need to step into it. But there also are also times that healing comes in a process, and and you know, during this time, no matter what, 
no matter what the situation might look like, we're going to praise him. We're going to praise the Lord no matter what. No matter no matter if we have money enough to pay a bill, we know God's going to provide it because he's Jehovah Jireh. And no matter what it might look like, no matter what his health may look like, no matter how he may feel, he's still going to praise him, and I'm going to still praise him. We're going to praise God, and we're going to praise God together. And believing and knowing, without a shadow of a doubt, that God is the greatest thing that's ever happened to us. And maybe sometimes we may need to go through something. Maybe it's not for us, it's for somebody else. But I know without a shadow of doubt that God's going to heal Tim. He's going to be even better than he was before the accident. Amen. Because God don't do nothing halfway. So, So that's pretty much what's going on. So thank you for asking me to share. Tim said he could have, but I didn't let him. <laughs> Too yeah. funny. Can you, can you pray, Pastor Prophet of Times, over him? Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah, God. Oh, God, right now, Father, we touch and agree right now. Prophetess has already uh, held his faith in um, minister, minister Tim. Is he a minister, Pastor Tim, right? He's an evangelist. Uh-huh. Evangelist, praise God. Evangelist, yes. you know, have a faith. God, we, oh, hallelujah, God. The Holy Spirit is in that household because of the faith. God said because of your faith, praise God, that he is healed. But yet God on the outside, man needs to see, oh, hallelujah, God, that evangelist him is a walking testimony. Oh, God, that everything that he's going through, thank you, Lord, that even in the midst of that designated time, designated place, designated hour, praise God, little did he know, praise God, but yet God in the direction he was picked out to be picked on. And the accident that happened, praise God, somebody, God is watching this household, somebody is watching this family, hallelujah, God, and they are actually seeing the work, the miracles, hallelujah, that God is performing in your life. And they are just sitting back watching. Lord, we should have your way right now that even as evangelist Tim is going through what he is going through, oh, God, it's because of his faith, because of the togetherness, the bonding that you have put them together, because of their faith together, because of their unwill, because of their willingness, God, to lean not on anybody else, but to know, God, that what they're going through Hallelujah, that this too shall pass. Lord, I ask right now that you strengthen Prophetess Jennifer right now, God, that, oh, God, that even as she is a caretaker or a caregiver, hallelujah, God, that she still bonded as one because, God, you placed them together. Hallelujah, not them themselves. You put them in a designated time and a designated hour, praise God, the Boaz and the roof. It was you, oh, God. And, Father, right now, we say right now, have your way in the household. Thank you right now, God, as she's able to try the spirit by the spirit and be able to see these things as though they are. To speak them in that can exist in God, to, to claim the healing right now, to know that it will transpire and take place that God sees when God says so. Father, right now we touch and agree for the financial blessing in this household right now, the wealth and their health. 
in the name of Jesus, that you continue to give prophets the help and the strength to get up, hallelujah, in the morning to go to work, hallelujah, God, to do what needs to be done now that her good her good days, hallelujah, will outweigh her bad days. Oh, God. Yes, God. Her good days will outweigh her bad days in the name of Jesus, that, oh, everything that she's going through, everything that they're going through together as one is a testimony for somebody else. Oh, hallelujah, God. We we look back mm-hmm. on how much of... Uh, of of, oh, of the strength and how much the lick and how much of the taking and spit and how much Jesus took for each one of us. Who are we? But God, right now, I said thank you. We touch and agree right now, God, that she continue to do who God with her mighty 100% step out on faith, what you have the mission of them to do together. Oh, God, right now, the family, hallelujah, the love, the, the togetherness, God, we said thank you right now, God. God, as evangelist Tim is taking a rest, that's all it is. A broken body, but yet rest, rest, but a strong spirit. God, thank you right now, God. Cover him in your blood in the name of Jesus, that he is protected, covered, hallelujah, and concealed from the enemy. Father, we say thank you right now, and I pray right now, God, that you return, hallelujah, the prophets of virtue, God, that she laid out and pulled out into this uh, hearers on tonight, this line on tonight. Strengthen her right now, God, as they lay down for rest, oh, God. Father, that you dispatch that God and angel to be over them and touch them in the early morning light. Continue to be with the God as they have ears to hear. You say that these are your sheep and we hear your voice. God, we say thank you right now, God. Well, you didn't give up on us and she will not. They will not give up on you. Thank you, God, for the supporters. Thank you, God, for the unspoken prayer. Thank you, God, for everyone that's on this line that is touching and agreeing that God's will will be done, and it is good. Have your way right now, God, and we'll be careful to give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name we pray is our supplication. Amen, amen. We lay it at the altar. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Prophets, Big K, this is Tim. Good evening, sir. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing okay. Praise the Lord. You sound good, sir. (laughs) Wanted to let you know that Jennifer's phone cut off, but she's still here. Just want to let you know that. If you notice that she was gone, she is still here. Her phone just shut off on her. That's all right. Well, it was she. She she got she got off and she said I don't even know what I even said and I said a bunch <laughs> yeah, right a bunch uh huh a, a bunch. bunch she said was it good and I said every bit of it right every Lord. bit of it was good and no, I did want to I did want to thank you guys for praying for me um, you know it is hard sitting here all the time when when uh, a man like myself is always yeah. on the move. <laughs> That's I true. To, I had to cancel the appointment tonight because I was afraid to go out. And, uh, you know, I was supposed mm-hmm. to preach and sing tonight and uh, didn't get to because of uh, not able to drive and not able to uh, go to mm-hmm. work. <clears throat> but, you know what? I still sit here and praise God. It doesn't make any difference where I'm at. Yes. Yeah. I can still mm-hmm. sit here and praise God just as much as I want. Nobody can tell me not to. I don't have to shut up, you know. All that's right, good thing I won't shut up. Amen. <laughs> I know that's right. Nobody can make me shut up, Prophet. There's nobody can. 
And, uh, you know, and I thank God because he did, he did give me a mouth to use. And I I think I do a pretty good job of using it. I mean, it's, <laughs> you don't have to agree with Ramona. You know, I'm I'm just talking here, okay? okay. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But you know, I can still have fun. And amen. You know, I, I did. You I did take a hard hit. I did take a hard hit. And uh, there's some things I, I it, it's blurry to me. But you know, I still, I still can't remember what God has done for me. And, you Amen. Know, he's gave me a wonderful wife that I, I'm really proud of. And uh, you know, we've only been married now a little over a month. And, Amen. Uh, it, just, it just gets it just gets sweeter every day. And uh, Amen. That's, that's what I like. About. But, you know, I did want to go in here and tell you guys, I appreciate you all. love you guys. Now, you've never heard me this serious before. It's hard for me to be this serious prophet. You know That's that. the truth. Amen. I agree. It, it's very hard for me to be serious. But, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. God and, is still working know, miracles. That's right. And, you know, uh, just what she was preaching on tonight, I kind of, uh, I had an appointment this past uh, Saturday night. I went ahead and took. Uh, I didn't want. I, I didn't want to cancel, and because you know there's things you got to do in life. But I talked to my brother today and asked him what I should do since the doctor's not going to release me. And and I understand why because I'm not ready. Right. I'm not. I, keep, Amen. I just. I, Amen. I just can't get. Can't get in behind the wheel. Uh, it's not that I'm scared to get behind the wheel. It's just that I, um, I can't stand to keep my eyes open because everything's just going too fast for me. Praise God. And, uh, but, you know, um, that's that postpartum uh, uh, concussion syndrome, they call it. And uh, But he says it might, he doesn't know. Y'all pray because I'm I'm a man that, does what the Bible says. He says, go out and work by the sweat of your brow and supply for your family. Uh huh. And, and it really bothers me because I can't do that right now. That's what I was telling uh, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer's mom yesterday. I said, I just can't handle not being able to get out and help. And But, you know, what? her mom is as sweet as she can be. And she just she gave me some words I needed to hear. You know, I mean, God knows what you need, and He knows That's when right. you need it. You know, He knows when you need it. And Amen. she, you know, she uh, she really gave me some good words yesterday. But I'm still the man. I still like to be the be the uh, the, the supplier. But you know what? I thank God that I've got a a wife here. That can do what we that she can do. You know what I'm saying? I thank God right. for that, and never complains about it. That's what I like about this. She doesn't complain when she has to do it. She just does it and goes on. And she never tells me says you need to get back to work. You need to do this. You need to do that. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I had one like that at one time, and I, I tell you, it, it was it was it was rough because. I'd have to go back to work when I wasn't ready, and then make it harder on me, you know. 
But, you know, I thank God that he did give me someone that loves me the way that she loves me. Amen. And, and you know, and I feel like she loves me just as much as God loves me. I really do. Uh, I'm, I'm not, I've never been used to that because, uh, you know, some I told you the story behind my, my life. <clears throat> but, you know, I, I, I thank God. I really do. I don't mean to take up so much time, but... I knew this is what would happen, and I'd get on here because, uh-huh. you know, I, I'm an evangelist. I, when when God opens my mouth, I let her fly, you know, because that's what he tells me to do. And, uh, you know, I just really appreciate you guys again. And this is my third and final closing. You know, you always evangelist always has at least three or four closings before. <laughs> the, the, wife, the wife sits back there and counts them, you know. Well, there's the second one, there's the third one, you know. And, you know, you, you just they just never know when we're going to close out, you know, because God just keeps on filling our mouths. Bless it, Jesus. But, you know, I just, uh, I, I love to have fun. You know that. Prophet, uh, you, you you've been with me at dinners, and you've been around me. That you know that I can't I can't be serious, but you you've heard my seriousness tonight because God says there's there's time and a place for everything. Oh yeah, and, that is. True. But you know you can always you can always slip in there something to funny to say and get people uh, keep people on, on you, you know, because they 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 do get bored sitting back there in that congregation, and you got to uh-huh. keep on your toes. You got to say something to keep them keep uh, wake them up. You got to wake That's them right. up just like I just like I told the church that night. This church was dead at four o'clock. I mean, it was just as dead, <laughs> and I thought, well, Lord. I've been to funerals like this. My mom's funeral was my mom's funeral was shouting all over the place, and we even had one person saved at my mom's funeral. And I thought this is worse than a funeral. And I just told him, I said, I said, guys, I said, let's get your feet off the brakes and let's have church. That's what we came here for. I said, I came to be heard. I didn't come to be seen. God knows that because ain't nobody want to see me. I just hope they want to hear me because I am out there spreading the word in song and in word. Okay. Amen. And, uh, you know, that, that is, that, that, and people says, well, I, didn't, I didn't come to be seen or heard. Well, why did you come tonight then if you didn't come to be seen or heard? I did. I came to be heard. And that's what I, I, I tell everybody. I said, you've got to get your feet off the brakes. I said, you know what? I do not want you to go home tonight and say, you know, I didn't get nothing out of this service night. You know why? Because you didn't put nothing in it. That's it. You've got to put in to get out. That's it. And Amen. That's, just, that's just the plainest anybody can get. Is and I and I'm up front. I'll just tell you the way it is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, then praise God. I got I did something right. I got on your toes. You know, I wouldn't give you farming in Georgia uh, for a preacher that didn't get on my toes every once in a while. That just makes you draw a little closer. <laughs> you know? Hey, I tell you what, I can throw up them toes in in my shoes when I want to. They're big enough I can do. See, I'm buy, I buy my shoes bigger. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I'm, I you got me started. I can't quit. Okay. So, so, he, so she said, time is when, the preacher, when the preacher does get on my, ter- my toes, I can curl them up in there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Where well, he won't stomp on them, but he, he nips at them, you know? 
And as long as he nips at my toes, then I know I'm on the right track. You know Amen. You Prophet know? said your time is up. We, we're going to have to give you time another night. Praise the Lord. I'll tell you what. You got me going, so I'm going to shut up. Okay. Amen. I, 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 we love you, Jesus. You know? I, I shouldn't even got on here. No, I think we I love you, Jim. I thank God for you guys. I really do. Y'all pray for me that God would just heal me the way that I need to be healed. Okay. Amen. We sure will. <laughs> Amen. We thank God for um, Prophetess Jennifer Evangelist Tim. At this time, we're going to open the floor if there's anyone that has uh, remarks or encouraging words for Prophetess Jennifer. At, at this time, the floor is open. Praise God. Um, Prophetess Jennifer, thank you um, uh, for the word on tonight. Um, like Prophet BK say, you, was, um, uh, you, you gave us so much uh, true words. Um, if you didn't have a pen and a paper uh, to write down, uh, take notes, praise God. I mean, it, it was it was powerful, and it was yet awesome. And if I may, uh, to Evangelist uh, Kim, um, your walk, uh, where you at now, praise God, God is preparing you uh, for a complete mission. Um, he's preparing you to be able to uh, work for him. And he's going to take care of you and the family. He's preparing you right now to get your mind set, uh, praise God, as in you want to go back to work. Uh, but your work, praise God, is going to be 100% uh, working for God. Amen. 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 He said that's what he's hoping for. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. I Amen. thank God for being on the call tonight. I enjoyed um, Prophetess Jennifer. Amen. Um, she said a lot. What stuck out stuck out to me was the devil wants you to hush. He wants you to shut up. You know, he don't want you to pray. He don't want you to fast. He don't want you reading the word. You know, and um, I found myself drifting a little bit. So I just thank God because that word was just like an old time word to say, "Hey, wake up." You see what the enemy trying to do here? And I was like, yes. wow. So this was like a wake-up word for me, you know. Right. And I was like, Jesus, sometimes we don't realize that when we uh, do certain things that we used to do and then we stop certain things and we let up, that's when the enemy wants you to do, let up a little bit so he can come in and sabotage everything. So I just thank God for the word, you know, just uh, give me a wake-up call. Hello, don't stop doing that, you know. You used to doing noonday prayer, keep doing that, you know. So I thank God that when I slacked up, God was able to get me back in line, you know, through hearing this word on tonight. Don't stop doing that. The devil wants that, you know. So I appreciate that word, uh, Prophet Jennifer. It really just had me in literally in tears. I had put my phone on mute. But, you know, I just thank God because, you know, God loves us that much that he He will um, let us hear uh, on time word and say, hey, shake up, wake up. You're going the wrong route here. You know, stick with what I'm telling you to do. Don't get off yeah. track. Sometimes you get off track a little bit, you know, he gonna, he gonna, the devil going to come in, you know, just the little things we do, you know. So I just thank God for the word. 
that's what stuck out to me. Amen. And I, I bid you God speed. Amen. And to your man of God, I never met him. Amen. But he is funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> I enjoyed that. Amen. And I'm praying for you. I'm praying for both of you. And um, y'all pray for me that I continue to do what God had me to do. Amen. And I thank God for the word. It's just, just, just like it's like, like it was meant for me. You know, it was meant for me. Mm-hmm. So I just thank God. Y'all could yes. pray for me. And 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 Prophet Diane, the people the people that are discouraging you the most, sometimes family. Family can be they're the worst. And and this discouragement that's coming to you. Um I see that some mouths are going to be shut, mm-hmm. and and you and you need to just stay focused. And instead of focusing on the problems of people, things that they're saying, and people's, you know, their their opinions of you, and people looking down their nose at you, focus on the promises of God and who He says you are, mm-hmm. and. And everything that's coming and going, all these things that are going wrong and 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 not having this and, and feel like you're having this taken from you and that and this not working out and, and, and all these different things. I'm not going to say them over the line because God's showing me, but I don't want to say them over the line. Some of them are private. But you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's not going to work. No weapon for you will prosper. I declare it, decree it now in the name of Jesus. You will. You will. I declare, Princess Diana, that you and your husband, Eric, will fulfill your destiny that God has placed before you and walk in your purpose. And 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 whenever these things happen, and it's one thing after another after another, you've got to realize that a, a next level that you will raise up to is coming. And I also, I'm hearing God say, be careful who you trust. Be careful who you look to. Be careful, be careful who you let speak into your life. Be careful who you tie in with. Be careful who My God. you have, uh, well, okay, God's showing me, God's showing me a face and Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very odd to me because I, I recognize this person. Do not, do not trust this woman. Okay. There's a, there's a woman mm-hmm. that claims to be godly, but she isn't. She okay. goes through the motions, and she's in it for money and glory for herself. Mm-hmm. And she is a user. I disconnected. I disconnected. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I disconnected. So I recognize who this person is, too. I see the face. I see okay. her face. I recognize her. Mm-hmm. I know her. I know this woman. Mm-hmm. I'm very thankful you disconnected. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I need you to anoint your church. Actually, we left out of that building, um, Prophet Jennifer. We are in um, the hotel now, so um, we in transition. So, well, you need to anoint your church, okay? 
I'm talking the people. I want you, the next time you have a service, to have an anointing service. Okay. But first, you need you and your husband need to anoint each other and pray over each other. And pray for the covering of the blood of Jesus and a cleansing to happen because there's spirits that have attacked itself, themselves, to you and your church. Jesus, take the wheel. Okay. The next time that you will have service. And I need you to get into the book of Psalm, chapter 91. Psalm 91. I need you to read that until those words become real to you that you could touch them, that you could feel them, you eat them. My God today. And there's a woman on your job that just plain don't like you. And you're going. God's going to reveal her to you because she's going. She's going behind your back. She's going behind your back, and she's stirring. She's stern. She's it's jealousy, is what it is. But I, I need you to pray against that that jealousy, that Jezebel spirit. There's a Jezebel spirit on her, mm. and mm. and there's a Jezebel spirit trying to attach itself to you one way or another through the church because of that other woman that you were connected with, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's going to trickle over into your employment. Okay, in, in in the workplace. So be be covering yourself when you go into work, and and pray that God reveal, mm-hmm. God reveal this woman that it's a woman. Mm-hmm. You don't really, you kind of don't trust her anyway. Well, you know, at, uh, Prophet Jennifer, right now I'm not working, but there's a lady in the ministry. Okay. I'm seeing mm-hmm. you working together. So do you all work together in something? In ministry, hmm Okay, but you work mm-hmm. together. I'm, what I'm seeing is you sitting down like at a table at a desk. It looked like mm-hmm. a desk. That's why I thought it was at work. But I saw you sitting at a desk and writing and working. Okay, so now me and this lady here, we work together a lot on several jobs. In the okay. okay, there it is. That's okay. it. Okay. That's what that's okay. It. Okay. Uh huh. That's wow. it. That's wow. Powerful. Be careful. Be careful. That's 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 it. And just pray, God'll reveal. Wow. Mm. God bless you, sweetheart. Yes. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. Mm. Mm. Don't you say nothing, BK. You just, you just sit over there, BK. I'm over here like Sister Keisha. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Mm. 
Mm. Is there anyone else tonight with remarks or encouraging words? Jesus. Mm. My Savior, God to thee. Yes, Brian. I just want to tell the woman of God that that was an awesome word that she had on tonight. Um, Before she spoke, I said I came expecting uh, to hear from God. And everything she said, I had already said it to somebody else. So I'm sitting here just totally blown away, totally blown away. I appreciate uh, God for answering my prayer. I appreciate that he does it with a quickness. I appreciate the woman of God for being, for her obedience and um, the fact that she's taking good care of her husband. God bless you, woman of God, for what you are doing. Um, and I pray that he has a speedy recovery as well. But that word that you put forth was absolutely awesome. Can't wait God to bless hear from you again. Bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Mm-mm-mm. I see one, two, three, four from West Virginia. Mama Francis, I see Arkansas. Um, Sister Keisha, I think, is still here. Do any of you have any remarks? Yes, sir. I was going to just tell Lord to just keep on preaching. Keep on staying strong in the Lord. God bless Thank you, Prophet you. Roger. Bless you. Amen. I guess the rest of them are just uh, listening on tonight. Once again, Prophetess Jennifer, thank you. I was over here uh, cracking up with uh, Prophetess Diane. Um, You don't know sometimes just how scary you really are. (laughs) Because some things... uh, it's it's just like you be in people's backyard. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And I was just over here shaking my head like I I need Jennifer to go somewhere. Oh God. Oh God. I just need Jennifer to go somewhere, like really? Jesus, seriously? Um all I could say was wow. Um, but truly, it was an awesome word on tonight, and we and we truly bless God for you um, at all times. Um, just very quickly and very briefly um, on tonight, we are going to uh, give you our most important and vital announcements 
We're not going to go through all of them due to the lateness of the hour, um, but we do want to share with you uh, very quickly and very briefly. Um, there will be no true praise and worship call next Wednesday night. Uh, we we will re-resume, re-resume, Lord Jesus. Um, we will resume on Wednesday, October the 12th at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Um, next Wednesday night, our pastor has to preach in Beckley, West Virginia, and we will be with him next Wednesday night um, at 7 p.m. in Beckley, so we will not be um, back home in time for the call, so there will be no call next Wednesday night. Um, we'll, we'll resume uh, on Wednesday, October the 12th, um, with true praise and worship. Um, this coming Sunday night, um, we will uh, we will have true praise and uh, fresh fire. Excuse me, we will have fresh fire Sunday night live, ten Eastern, nine Central, um, and that will be this coming Sunday night. Uh, the dial-in number is the same that you dialed tonight. The call ID is one five three zero three. The pin number is one and the pound sign. Um, next weekend, Friday and Saturday, um, those of you in the West Virginia area of uh, Charleston, Montgomery, Smithers, Gallagher, Beckley, Fayette County, and surrounding areas, uh, meet us Friday and Saturday, October seventh and the eighth, as Fresh Fire. Um, comes together with First Baptist Church of Montgomery for Open the Floodgates, a call to praise. Um, that is That will be held at the First Baptist Church of Montgomery, 312 4th Avenue, Montgomery, West Virginia, um, next Friday night at 7 p.m. Yours truly will, will be bringing forth the word of the Lord next Saturday at 6 p.m., uh, October the 8th, Evangelist Janet Harrison of the Heart of God Ministries in Beckley, West Virginia, will be bringing forth uh, the word of the Lord. There will be um, various um, music ministry, dance ministry, things of that nature all weekend long. Prophetess Jennifer will be ministering in song on Saturday evening. Um, so we are excited and, and anticipating an awesome weekend next Friday and Saturday, October the 7th and the 8th. Um, also, by way of announcements, the first weekend in November, November the 3rd through the 6th, we will be having our 6th annual Fresh Fire Crusade, Thursday through Sunday, November the 3rd through the 6th. Our 6th annual Fresh Fire Crusade will convene here in the city of Charleston, West Virginia, at our home church, Living Water Worship Center, 513 Patrick Street on the west side of Charleston. Um, the theme for this year is the release. No more excess baggage from Hebrews 12 and 1, the B clause of that verse. We will um, open the crusade on Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. with Apostle Tina Beatty from King of Glory International Ministries. Um on uh, Friday night at 7.30 p.m., we will have Pastor Davina Ross from Greater Deliverance International Ministries 
um, Bradenton, Florida. On Saturday morning, we will have our morning glory worship and word explosion at 1045 a.m. with uh, Pastor Prophetess Annie Hines, Columbus, Mississippi, Elder Frank Thurston of Beckley, West Virginia, and Pastor Trevor Sands of New Life Center, Cedar Grove, West Virginia. Saturday evening, we will have um, evening worship at 6 p.m. with Pastor Ramona Moore of the Temple of Praise, Washington, D.C. Morning worship on Sunday will begin at 12 noon. That is Communion Sunday. All uh, clergy is asked to be in civic attire um, or whatever you wear for your Communion Sunday at your home church. Our very own Pastor Scott R. White will be bringing forth the word of the Lord on Sunday morning. We will climax the crusade Sunday evening at 5 p.m. with yours truly bringing forth the word of the Lord. Um, We have a hotel room block um, established at the Wingate by Wyndham, 402 2nd Avenue, Charleston, West Virginia. Uh, Single or double occupancy at the rate of $89 per night. You can contact the hotel directly at 304-744-4444 to reserve your room. Please mention Fresh Fire Ministries when reserving your room to receive the special room rate. They also honor military discount, AAA uh, reward points, uh, whatever you may have. They will honor those as well. Um let me see. Um, also, um, we do have uh, crusade expenses that we are having to concur. Um, having a crusade of this caliber does cost money. Everybody wants to uh, come to the church, but when you start talking about the finances of the church, everybody wants to run. Um, we are asking that as the Lord would lead you um, or lay it on your heart to do so, that you would help us by sowing into the crusade. Every seed you sow will go directly into the ministry. We have uh, two plane tickets to purchase. Uh, We have other expenses we're going to have to concur, um, and we need your help uh, to help us flow in the spirit of excellence. As the Lord would lead you, you can log on to paypal.me forward slash prophet BK Thompson and sow your seed via PayPal. If you do not have a PayPal account and you would like to sow, you can sow via Facebook, or you can inbox me via Facebook uh, on other ways you can sow into the crusade. Um, We have those who are supposed to be uh, sowing this weekend. Some uh, have already said when they were going to sow. Um, All we ask you to do is, as you sow your seed, to name your seed. And watch God bring forth the harvest. We don't have any uh, schemes, any games, any gimmicks, 2016, 40, 32. We don't have any miracle water or miracle olive oil soap to send you. I'm sorry, we just don't. Um, but we do believe in sowing and reaping, and we do believe in the principles, amen, of the gospel. And we do believe that as you sow, God will bring forth the harvest back to you. So, um as a little lead it on your heart, please, man, please, sir, um, help us flow in the spirit of excellence that God be glorified this year in the Fresh Fire Crusade. Um, I believe that's all the announcements that I have. We thank God once again for each of you on tonight. We love you. We appreciate you. At this time, we're going to turn you back into the hands of Prophetess Casto 
for her last words and to dismiss us from this place. Amen. God bless you all. Father God, we just thank you, God, for this time together, God. I just thank you, Father, for clarity. And Lord, I just never want to ever take for granted, Father, that that you speak to me and through me. And Father, that that you anoint my lips, Father. It's your oil, Father, that's upon me. Lord, I just thank you, Father, for lives changing through your words, Father, that's gone forth tonight. And Father, I just speak blessing over each one in the hearing of my voice, God. Lord God, that you bless them abundantly, Father. Lord God, meeting every need that they may have, Father. And Lord, we just never, ever want to cease to give you praise, honor, and glory for all things, Father. I speak a special blessing over Prophet BK and First Lady Prophetess Tara. Lord God, just shower them with your love and provision, Father, for this crusade, God. Lord God, you said that where you guide, you provide, Father. And Lord, I know, Father, without a shadow of a doubt, Father, that you've, you've guided him in this ministry, Father. And I know that you are going to meet every need abundantly above, going to do abundantly above everything, everything, more than anything that they could ever ask for or even think. I thank you for your word, God. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you all. Possibly. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.